0: Alright, I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast. It is Sunday night, November 21st. I uh, just finished watching this bullshit ass Sunday night football game. And I say bullshit because I mean the game was fun, I guess. But it just fucked up my whole fantasy football week, dog. It just all these guys, Eckler killed me. Fucking Pittsburgh defense didn't come through for me. It it, it was just ugly. It was just ugly, dog. Um I'm over it. I'm over it. This has just been the most frustrating fantasy football season ever for me, bro ever dog. I mean, I'm in four leagues, like I've told you guys. I'm like five hundred in all of them. I'm like five and five in all of my leagues fool like o menos, way, and it's just injury after injury fool one I just I, I've had so many injuries this year, fool It's ridiculous dog. I've had Ky- Kyler Murray out, pinchy Chris Edmonds out. Christian McCaffrey finally came back. Sorry, ass fucking Barkley out. Pinche. Uh Amari Cooper went out to the, the other day. Uh, who the fuck else, dude? Uh, Robert Woods fool, out. All these fucking chumps, dog, gone fool. They just get hurt. Like you just see my 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 bench is all fools on on injured reserve, dog, and it's, it's so frustrating, bro. Frustrating, dog. But I think that's what goes for everybody, fool. So. It's hard even complain for. Anyways, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't want. I don't want to talk about that. And yes, I'm sick. I'm very, very sick. And no, it's not the Rona. All right, it's not the return of the Rona. It's not the Delta. I've got myself tested. It's a cold, fool. It's a cold, and I'll explain. I'll explain. I missed a whole week of podcast, fool. I missed a whole week, and I apologize for that. Um. I was like, come on. I just kept getting worse and worse throughout the week, dog. And it just finally has been catching up to me, fool. Um, so I try and record either Monday night or Tuesday night. That's like my goal, Monday or Tuesday night. Somewhere Monday in the day, Tuesday in the day, somewhere. As you know, as you know, right? But last week, I so I came back Sunday from Texas, which was a great fucking week weekend in Vegas. Thanks to everybody in Vegas and fucking Texas. Houston, San Antonio, Del Rio had a blast. Tired as fuck, of course. Came back Sunday. My flight got delayed. Got here late. Went straight to my uh, Chocolate Sundays Laugh Factory show, uh, which was amazing. Uh, two shows: seven o'clock, nine o'clock Sunday night shows. The one of the hottest shows in Hollywood. And uh, Kevin Hart showed up. It was great. It was. It was dope, fool. We just had a good time. Jesus, the came out to hang out. I was excited to hear about his fucking week being in New York. I'll touch a little bit about that later. Uh, but we're all hanging out and having a good time. Uh, and uh, Sunday, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just exhausted, fool. Basically, I'm on fumes, fool. Cansado, wey. You know, desvelado, crudo, todo way mal cogido way. Todo way, right? and uh get home straight to hollywood do my thing tired as fuck monday i'm fucking beat bro and i gotta pick up the kids i'm back to daddy duty shit dog dealing with these motherfuckers all over the place um tuesday i start to feel a little like i'm not feeling too good i'm not 100 percent um just just tired fool so then um I'm like, I'm take the day off. I'll probably record tomorrow. See what's up. But basically what happened is that uh on Tuesday, I had to go do some reshoots for this pilot that I've been doing called Downey USA. You know, and it's a sitcom pilot. It's one episode full. It's pretty much done. But there were some reshoots that needed still needed to be made. So they hit me up, hey, are you available Tuesday? Can you come in Tuesday? I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. So they're like, if you remember on the script, there's a scene where you're dreaming that you're, and in your dream, you're naked. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I thought we were gonna scratch that. I thought that wasn't gonna happen no more. I thought we were better than that. I thought we were gonna get more creative instead. They're like, no, 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 we think it, we feel it needs it, we feel, because we shot the scene of me in bed dreaming as a nightmare, like tossing and turning in bed with my wife next to me, Uh, so I thought we were just going to skip the actual dream, but no, of course not, you know, the director hits me up, hey, dude, we still got to do this scene, I said, no, man's way. I haven't even worked out, fool. Like in, what what year is this? 2021? It's been like four years, fool. Um, and uh, they're like, well, we need you to come in. And I'm like, all right. So, uh, you know, I get like a little like, ah, fuck, you know, it's Tuesday. I'm tired still from my trip and from my Monday. So I start working out like a pendejo. I start working out to hit the fucking the Garcia gym out here in my patio. I go a little hard, fool, to be honest with you. I go a little too hard. Uh, I'm sweating y toda la madre way I think i and not only that, so I'm working out that way, right? So then uh they're like, you're gonna be completely naked. Not naked, but not not completely naked, but like you're gonna have like your underwear on and shit like that. So I'm like, you know what? I gotta cut my toenails too, fool but you know what fuck that. I'm gonna get a pedicure. Alright? I'm gonna get a pedicure, make it done right. You know, I don't wanna and fuck up one of my toes or nothing like that. So I'm going to go make sure they're pretty for camera. Make sure my feet are pretty for camera. My feet are already pretty. I got very pretty feet, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very proud of that. So I go get a pedicure for that Tuesday. I was supposed to check in at 1 p.m. in Burbank, it's studio, some studio in Burbank. So now I'm working out. Now it's the morning. I'm working out Tuesday morning. I'm working out Tuesday morning. I'm fucking working out. And then I'm all sweaty again, so I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to take another shower, dog. So, all right, let me go get a pedicure first. So, then I go get a pedicure, fool. So, then I get to the pedicure spot, and I was like 10.30 in the morning, fool, right? So, I get to the pedicure. I'm like the first dude there. Tuesday, Nobody, no, no ratchet-ass chicks are make, doing their fucking toes or anything on a Tuesday morning, fool. So, the place is empty, right? So, I get there. Chichinita's like, oh, I want a I pedicure. Like, cool. She's like, okay. So, she just turns on the knob. Okay, so the, uh, if you never got a pedicure, you got to put your feet in the fucking like you know this thing. Just got to soak your feet, all right. So like, she turns on the knob, and she lets it fucking fill up, right? And she walks away. She's like still like setting up the shop. before she just opened. For she's by herself, dog. She's todo sola with la señora way. So she's like cleaning up or fixing everything, getting shit or shit ready. She, all right. So then I think the little tub, the little foot tub, fills up. And she's like, okay, man, right here, take a seat right here, put your feet in there. I put my feet in that motherfucker. No te miento, wey. Ice cold, bro. Ice cold, like fucking ice bucket challenge cold, fool. Like I put my feet in fucking ice, bro. And I'm like, anyway. I'm like, whoosh. And like I leave them in there, fool. Like I leave my feet in there and I'm freezing. I could just feel my whole body. So I just came from working out, todo caliente, way caliente, I was sweating, fool. And I don't really sweat that much. I'm not really much of a sweater guy, but I felt like sweated. I felt I got a little warm, you know. I worked up a little sweat in my workout, you know, pumping iron, you know. And I get there and I put my feet in cold ass water. I just felt it right there. I just felt my body just like mm-hmm, break down, fool. Like something like in me went like, "Ya valió, wey, ya valió." And then the lady goes, is that water? Because she's like far. She would like walk away. She's like, is the water fine? Again, I'm already feeling non-heterosexual enough, right? Just being there, getting a pedicure. So I didn't want to complain. I wanted to like have some of a manhood still in me. So I said, yeah, the water's fine. The water's fine. I said, it's a little cold, but it's fine. Like a pendejo, eh? So she even comes over, and like later, she's like, Oh, the water's really cold. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, uh, I got used to it, I guess. Fucking, I don't know, fucking frostbite was kicking in. I couldn't talk. I don't, I'm not sure what to tell you here, lady. So then she comes, she does her thing. I'm already feeling, like, a little, like, shit. Like, not like shit, but I'm just, like, this is not good. This is not good, fool. Like, because I felt really warm when I walked into this place. Then I put my feet in cold water. I just felt, like, my whole immune system just, like, give up on me right there, fool. So it's Tuesday. Night. I get through the day. I leave there happy with my feet. My feet are well done, did. All right? I leave there, go back, take another shower, shower up again, get freshened up, you know, Get to the fucking Burbank Studios by one. Do my thing. I don't go fully nude. I go topless only. We go topless. And uh, so they didn't even show my feet, dog. I was like, come on, dick. I just got a pedicure for this shit. Really? No no, no shot on my feet here? What the fuck? But no, we just did because topless. I was just, just topless, for. Anyways, get that done. Now it's Tuesday evening got the kids, I'm cooking, I'm doing my thing. And I start to feel it full. And I start to feel like, <clears throat> what the fuck? What is that I'm fucking, what is that fucking, what is that mucus thing in my fucking nose right now? Oh, I start fucking sneezing. Start sneezing a little bit. Uh, mm, that's odd. odd. You know? Uh, oh, by the way, Tuesday turned out to be a really cold day. Windy. It was only like 70 degrees here in LA. And I was and I, had, I was in a short sleeve sweat and a short sleeve shirt, dog. So um, that didn't help. Sure enough, fool. Wake up Wednesday, die. And again, I didn't do the podcast these t- Monday and Tuesday. I had no time. Basically, I was running around, I was doing crazy shit, dog. Wednesday, wake up, bro. Ya valió Yeah, I valiu, my idea, uh, I'm done. I'm fucking sick as fuck, fool. And uh, I was over it, fool. Like, just from then on, fool, I'm like, it's a cold. I'll be fine. But, of course, you start to think, oh, fuck, maybe the Rona got me, dog. The Rona got me again. I'm fully vaccinated, though, fool. What the fuck, man? I'm doing all the right things, man. I'm wearing the mask, fool. What the fuck? So I go get a test for the Rona, fool. All right, I set up my test Wednesday. I go get my test. I had a walk in. a walk in spot over here in Cudahy. I go to Cudahy, get my test did and done. Fucking uh, get my results that Thursday morning. Oh, I don't have the Rona. I'm negative, fool. Rona negative. But now I'm getting worse, fool. And throughout this whole time, now I got I got show on Thursday in San Jose Improv. I got show Friday in fucking Long Beach Live Factory. I got two shows. So, so, oh wait, there's my wait and. I go to San Jose. I'm feeling like shit. fool. I'm. I, we're driving. Now we're driving to San Jose on Thursday with the boys. Uh, uh, and uh, it's a five hour drive. It's the worst. Fuck. I'm feeling like shit. Everybody knows it. I'm telling them. Fuck. I hate it. you know. But I also gotta tell you, more, It's not the rona. Fucking Jay Valentino. I, I don't wanna get sick. I don't want you to get me sick. It's not the Rona, fool. I just have a cold, dog. I just have, I told him, I got a pedicure and the water was too cold, fool. It me dio pinche resfrio away. But I'll be fine, dog. Uh, I just kept getting worse. Just couldn't get any worse. The whole trip up there. Uh, Got to the show feeling like shit. Got through it, though. Did my thing. People came out. Thanks to everybody who came out to San Jose Improv. Uh and homie J.R. Samora wearing the Dodgers shirt full like a fucking G, a man of his word. Cause he lost a bet. We made a bet that he was gonna be uh if, he, if the Dodgers won, he'd wear he's a big Giants fan, he would wear a fucking uh a Dodgers shirt. And he did like a fucking grown ass man that he is. Uh J.R. Samora, shout outs to him. Uh and uh that shit was fun, dog. San Jose was dope Full motherfuckers came out We didn't sell out But it was It was at least half full And uh On a Thursday night And I just can't appreciate You motherfuckers enough time. Uh We had a blast Concrete couldn't make it Concrete also is going through A little health issue Right now He has like a bad leg And shit He has to stay off his legs For a while So he couldn't make it Um but fuck, dude. I, I closed out the show. Everybody fucking Jesus killed. Everyone did good. Christian Zaragoza was there. He did his thing. um, And uh, we had a good time, fool. And me, again, trying to be a fucking team player, trying to be a man, you know, trying to hang with the big boys after the show dog, we're in San Jose, dog. We got to keep the show. We got to keep the party going, dog. So we're just, we're just there for one night, fool. So we got the homies out there. Well, you know, Mr. Chewy, that guy from TikTok. I'm going to forget, like, fucking 5 million followers on TikTok. Good friend of ours now. Good people came out. This girl, he wanted to hang out. We got the homie from Desmadre, Jesus, Jesus Beltrán, dog. A homie for Desmadre podcast was out there. He came out. He wanted to have some drinks. We all out there, fool. We're all out there. And... uh I, you know, I can't just be the guy that, I'm not feeling too good. I'm going to go to bed already. I said, fuck it. Let's go get a drink. Fuck yeah. As long as we're indoors, somewhere warm, I'm down. And, uh, yeah, we overdid that. Next morning, woke up feeling worse, sir. Now it's Friday. Got to drive back from San Jose, six-hour drive back. And then I got a show in Long Beach Laugh Factory. Sick as fuck. So I'm just, I just get kept getting worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse. And look at this Sunday, I'm still fucking sick, fool, sick. And that's where I'm at in life, fool. That's, look, look at this shit. I just, I don't know. Today, Sunday, I canceled all my kids, all my childrens. I told them, quédense con sus madres, wey. Chinguen a su madre. Literally, chinguen a su madre today. Literally. <laughs> like, no chingen a me, por favor. Chingen allá con su madre. Stay with your moms, please. I asked both babies' mamas. And, you know, they can hear me. They can hear how I sound. They know I'm not fucking up bullshitting. Uh, I don't like to lie about when I'm sick or nothing to cancel the kids. I, I think it's really bad karma, fool. So, you know, I call them up in the morning. Like, <clears throat> of course, I put a little extra crema, right? I put a little extra fucking... Um, for my, I'm so sick this morning. And they're like, really? I'm fucking dying. Please keep the kids. I can't tell them I love them. And I am maybe not going to make it through the day. <laughs> Please pray for me. Anyways, they bought it, right? I told you I'm serious, man. I feel like shit. You know, I've been nonstop. And like, yeah, I know. I know you've been nonstop. You haven't seen the fucking kids since Tuesday. What the fuck? my 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 I know, but it's because I'm really sick. and You weren't sick at your shows. You had shows this week, right? Were you sick at the shows? I was sick at the shows. Yes, I was sick at the shows too. Well, it doesn't seem like it, right? Because now you can't even pick up the kids because you can't cancel a fucking show and stay home. It's because you don't understand. I'm the headliner, and I can't cancel on you, and on them. And they're like, whatever. Whatever, Jerry, whatever. Just, just, just get better. Just get better, okay? Just be here tomorrow. The kids don't have school tomorrow. They don't have school all week. We, I need, you, we need you good. Thank you so much. And I call my white baby's, white baby's mama. White baby's mama, I can't make it today. Um, it's like, okay, that's fine. Feel better. I pick him up in the morning. You see? You see? the Mexican-made mama, te, da, te parte la madre, güey. La otra, that's fine. Just come tomorrow. It's okay. Feel better. Cheers. Toodaloo. Whatever. I got to drink some water, guys. Sorry. Ugh. Give me a second. Yeah, man. It has been bad. It has been bad. Um, but I, I, it's just congestion, bro. Just like throat and nose congestion. No fever, no body ache. I think that's what's keeping me going. That's what I was able to make these shows and fake the funk out there, you know. And I feel bad because you know I'm not feeling 100, and I'm, I know I don't, obviously I don't want to get anybody sick. So I'm, obviously I'm I'm wearing the mask. And, uh, but people start to catch on after a while. After talking to me for a bit, they started like catch on for like, whoa, 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 what's wrong with this motherfucker? Is he out here spraying the Rona and shit? Are you out here spraying the Rona, motherfucker? What the fuck's your problem? And I got to explain, right? I'm not, it's not the Rona. I already got tested. I took the screenshot. I took the screenshot of the test results. Look, I took a test on Wednesday. I got it on Thursday. These are my results. I'm negative. I do not have coronavirus. It's the common cold. That's why it's called common because it happens in certain situations when you put your car down and get pedicures with cold water. That's the result of my health condition at this moment. So please bear with me and give me time, but do not be afraid. You do not need to stand six feet away from me. I think we will be fine. No one's getting sick around me, by the way. No one, I've shared a car for six hours with the guys, with like Jesus, Christian, fucking uh, the homie, you know, uh, Joel, Jay Valentino. No one's been, no one's getting sick, first of all. Uh, my kids, of course, I've been around my kids. They've gotten, i gotten sick. Um... um I've been next to a, a lovely lady who were name nameless. She has not gotten sick, so I think we're good. I think we're good uh I'm not contagious what I'm trying to tell you doc i'm not, I'm not out there fucking coughing up or sneezing up a storm. I just feel like I can't breathe, like I can't breathe and my and it hurts when I swallow, and so I haven't been eating much, right It's in the saying starve a cold, feed a fever. That's where I'm at in life right now, dog. Starving is cold. No me da ni apetito, eh. like I can't even eat food. I just had a McRib right now and I, I need to enjoy food and I love grip dog. You know, this is the most wonderful time of the year, grip season. So anyways, uh, let's take a quick break, dog, because enough fucking sick talk and uh, let's move on. Hopefully we can talk about something else, all right? Yo, my comedy album, It's Not My Weekend, is playing exclusively on Pandora right now. You can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app. You can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans fans. With tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content, check me out right there, bro! Just search my name; it'll pop up. Late. All right, all right, I'm back. I'm back. Let's finish this off. Let's 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 do another hot twenty, little hot forty minute podcast or something today. Uh, I just took some dayquil, so I'm feeling it. I'm feeling pretty good right now. I got look, I could breathe. (sighs) Yes, I could breathe. I could breathe. Um. Took the day quill, not the night quill, the day quill, because I don't want to fall asleep on you motherfuckers while I'm talking. Let's wrap this shit up to a hot twenty. Hope you guys are feeling great out there, man, unlike me. But uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a great one. And uh we'll we'll see what the fuck, right? I uh, we should have a fucking fun weekend. The kids are on vacation. So we could sleep in a little bit. That'll be cool. We could do some of that. Uh, it's it's just uh it's been crazy, man. I I did want to share some stuff. That was pretty cool stuff that happened, man. Uh, on Sunday I got to uh fo- I had to follow Kevin Hart. So I do Chocolate Sundays, which is a really fun show in Hollywood. Uh yes, it's Chocolate Sundays. No one is canceling the name yet. It's what they want to be called. It's uh, you know, Negrito Night, right? Uh and uh, it's a hot show, it's slam-packed. And I do it every like four, or five months, like three times, to- two, three times a year. Um, I'm in that rotation. I'm the token Mexican guy on that show. Uh, there's a few of us that get to do that. It's like three Mexican token guys on that show that they rotate us. Um, and I'm very proud of it, dude. Uh, and, and Kevin Hart showed up on this one, dude. I'm, a, you know, I, I'm a fan of Kevin Hart overall. Of course, I'm very impressed by all the shit he's accomplished. Very, I respect the dude. I don't know him personally, ladies and gentlemen. We don't hang out like that. You don't, We don't talk like that. He's just there. I let him be. He comes with his wife. He comes with his entourage. And he, like, kicks it off to kind of, you know, away from everybody else. He just comes in. He, like, calls ahead, says, I'm coming. Basically just pops in, does his thing, gets the fuck out. Um, but it's really cool to watch him do his thing. And... Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm at a point right now where, like, I'm doing a lot of these shows where I'm, I'm I'm very, you know, honored to be a part of, happy to be a part of, but it also makes me realize that I got to step my fucking game up um, and I got to get funnier and better and stronger. And these shows help me do that. It motivates me, basically. Me motiva, mirar, those motherfuckers do their thing, fool. And uh, you see... um. Sorry, <laughs> you see Kevin Hart working on his material, on his new material, and he's just like so naturally funny and good. And how he's just like figuring out how to make that stuff into a joke, a premise, and uh, that's right. Got to do more of myself, man. You know, um, it's just it's one of these things where like I, I want to do that, but I'm also at a place where like when I'm at Chocolate Sundays, I have to deliver. I can't go up there trying out new material or trying out jokes and see if they happen, if they work or not. I have to go with my A stuff and give them my A material and make sure that I do well because, of course, I don't want to fucking flop in these places. So it's one of those things where like, I need to do what Kevin Hart does but in my, in my place, right? which would be like bar shows and shit like that. So I got to start hitting up bar shows where I am able to not do so well You know, put myself out there, try new shit, bomb, eat digs, like we call it, and be okay with that to get better in the long run, right? So they just motivate me to do that shit. But a lot of these shows that I've been doing recently, like this last past week, are shows where I'm headlining where I have to do good, right? I have to fucking deliver, dog. They're paying me well. They're expecting... You know, good performance, and I can't be out there trying out a new fucking knock knock that joke or a new dad joke or whatever the fuck joke I'm trying to do, and let motherfuckers not down. You know, so it's it's a, it's a weird place where I find myself, and this is a conversation me, me and Azuz have all the time, and other comics I hang out with. It's like, yeah, bro, it's it's a balance, fool. Like we're not famous enough where we can just go up there to anywhere and just try out shit, and people are gonna be laughing it up or enjoying, it, no matter what the fuck you're saying. I'm still in a place where I still have to prove myself various times. So anyways, I had to follow Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart goes up there, does this thing, rocks it, kills it, fucking standing ovation in La Chingada, gets off stage, and they're like, okay, our next comedian from Huntington Park. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I go up there. Gracias a Dios. I did very well. I did really good. And uh, again, because I was giving them my A material, playing it safe. And uh, but do my thing. then I had this boxing event last night outdoors, and last night, I was feeling like shit shit, man, like really bad, um, but it's an event that you know they were also you know were, were they were paying me very well, first of all, and uh i I need that money, and uh yeah, they were the, obviously they they expected me to be there. No, I wasn't going to cancel because of a common cold. So I showed up. It was an outdoor event, cold as fuck, and uh, had to go in between boxing matches. So there were like eight boxing matches in the city of Pomona, which real cool, really really fun. I never I, – actually, I have been to a few boxing matches before. It's been a long time though. But I went to a boxing match, and so they had eight matches. And between the fourth match, they were going to have like a halftime where you usually have like a music – Ensemble Somebody come on stage And do something And so they suddenly decided To have a fucking comedian Yours truly So I go up there I do my thing I had to do 30 minutes And I gave them maybe 25 uh, One of the reasons was I was just not feeling good at all I was feeling really weak Second of all It was a rough fucking performance um, I had them I did good I, I mean I got the laughs It's just that it was really hard To keep their attention you know, so much distractions going on, so much going on, um, everywhere. I've been just taqueros, pinches ring girls, pinches borrachos, pinches bar uh, arguments, everything for people walking around taking pictures, and I'm wearing and I'm in the ring, trying to make motherfuckers laugh. So, uh, and I did. I I think I did good. Not great, but good. Got it done. Got the job done. Then from there, I had to go to the Hollywood Laugh Factory, back to the Hollywood Laugh Factory for a Saturday Night Showcase where they book only, you know, good season comics. And it was a sick lineup, man. It was Ian Edwards, Alonzo Bowden, uh, fucking Star, and Dane Cook. And so then once again, I had to follow Dane Cook because I told him I was going to be a little late. It was a 9.30 show, and I told him I'll be there by 10.00. So they put me at the end. They had me close, which is a bit of an honor, you know, closing. For you to close a show like that, you have to end strong. You have to end strong. So they're going to put somebody really good at the end all the time. You're not, the head, you're not considered a headliner because they're not there to see you. They're there to see all the great lineup that's on there. I mean, Dan Cook went up like second to last. He went up before me. So he basically featured for me, right, if you want to call it. But it's not that. It's just the rotation, and uh, but being put last, there's a lot of pressures. What I'm trying to tell you, again, I show up there. My ears are ringing. My throat is scratchy. My fucking boogers are nonstop. And I get there. I try, and I gotta fake it too. I can't just be acting sick there because motherfuckers whack weird, right? Of course. And so I show up, and sure enough, I don't sound good. Right away, the manager's like, "Are you good?" I'm like, yeah, I'm good, bro. Just I had this outdoor event and I was yelling. Motherfuckers weren't paying attention, so I had to get loud. My voice, I was starting losing my voice. I'm good though. I'm good. It's like, all right, all right, motherfucker, all right. You bring, did you bring your vaccination card? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Anyways, go up to, go up. Then cook another. Then cook's another guy who's gotten a really bad rap, right? He's uh, he was a top. He was on the top of the top like 20 years ago, early 2000s. One of the hottest comedians at the time right if not hot is the best i enjoy i personally enjoy his comedy i'm a big fan of his comedy that full circle stand-up comedy special where he's like in the middle in the college in the college and oh fuck one of my favorite favorite stand-up specials of all time every fucking joke was great but the guy has been taking a bad rap because uh uh for various reasons i think some of them is like i don't know the guy personally but for various reasons right i guess like he's not really easy to work with and gives a little attitude to people doesn't treat comics very well he's kind of been known for that being that guy uh having a big ego and stuff like that whatever it is the case i've never experienced it i've never hung out with him like that he was nice to me i show up he's in the back and the, where, the, where the comics hang out he was cool, shook hands, oh, all Hey, man, what's up? How are you doing? Good, good. All right, let's have a good show, blah, 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 Um, But he went up there, did his thing. He's still funny. I think he still got it, dog. He sings some really funny stuff on stage. Kills it, of course. People love it. Gets I right, guess who's next? Jerry Juan Huntington Park, California. Please go your last comedian of the night. Hijo de su pinche madre. Go up there and, gracias a Dios, me fe muy bien. But then again, guys, I tell you this, not to brag, because I'm also playing it safe. You know, I'm playing, I'm giving them the hits, fool. I'm giving them the hits, the stepdad, the Chuck E. Cheese jokes. Just playing it safe, dog. I'm on auto mode. I'm on autopilot. I'm giving them the jokes that I know are going to do well. Um, So... I get the job done, basically fool. But at the end of the day, I'm watching all these fools. Same thing with Dane Cook. He's working out new material. He's working out new jokes, and I'm just like, these guys stay working, bro. They stay writing. They stay trying to get better, fool. And it just motivates me. I leave there being like, fuck. I want. I want more. I need to do more, more. I want more. And you know, I know the year is wrapping up already. It's November. We're about to be hit the holidays and shit. I am gonna taper off a little bit on the shows. But uh, best believe, man, I'm coming back hard in in January. I got a bunch of fucking premises and ideas on my phone, and I do go over them. I read them through and shit, and I'll, I end up deleting some some of them. But some of them I still keep adding I keep adding and writing and rewriting, and uh, the the goal is to uh, come up with some new strong shit. Cause I really do want fucking. A new fucking... I want a whole new hour, to be honest. I want a whole new hour. And that was one of the goals this year in 2021. But coming off the pandemic, it was just a matter... It was more of just getting back to work kind of shit was what mattered more to me. Getting back on that stage more than anything else. And I did write a bunch of new... I wrote a bunch of jokes about the pandemic. Homeschooling, stuff like that. But all those got to taper off. They're not going to be around much longer. Those are the expiration date... Is coming up on those soon, so yeah, and uh, and and shit like this helps me. Like the the podcast helps me stay relevant, stay in touch with you motherfuckers. Your feedback helps a lot, guys. All the shit that what to do, what not to do. I appreciate it, man. All you motherfuckers that listen, man, to this podcast, it means a lot, man. I, I get a lot of feedback from you guys through the DMs, through the messengers, uh, and just little little shit like, yo, I love this part, yo, I like that, I like how you talked about this, keep that up, oh, this is dope, this is funny, and uh, that helps, dog. that, that helps that helps a lot, man, um, and it keeps me just wanting to do this more, more and more, dog, so, uh, look at me, I'm, I'm all fucking sick, and I still, and I felt, I felt bad, I felt horrible that I didn't get to do a podcast last week, man, I take pride and not missing a week. I know you motherfuckers on like, hey, tell your boy Christian and Jesus to get back on it. I haven't heard from them. They haven't done shit in a while, you know. Uh, you know they got their own crazy agendas going on right now. They got their own crazy lives going dealing with right now. So I'm sure they, I'm sure they're gonna get back on it if they haven't already. For I mean, I listen to most of them. Uh, I'll, I'll catch up on Christians or Jesus when I get a chance, but uh, sporadically here and there. Uh, I mean, speaking of Jesus, man, I'm so proud of this man, this guy, man. He just shot his 30-minute HBO comedy special in New York, which is amazing, man. Uh, obviously, I wasn't there. I was in Texas at that time. Uh, but, you know, we stayed contact, talking, texting throughout the whole time. So proud of him, man. I mean, we lived together for seven years, man. He's like family. And uh, I'm so proud of him. He's been wanting this special for a long time. And to be honest with you, I think it has it's it, it came at the best time, you know, uh it, it you know, mine came out right before the pandemic and fuck shit up, right? I couldn't tour with it. I couldn't make money. My whole tour in twenty twenty was canceled to promote my fucking special. It was, you know, horrible, bro. And I'm trying to tell you, but it's nobody's fault. I'm so proud of what I accomplished and what it's done. It's still on HBO Max. It's it's one of the most viewed specials out there, and I'm very thankful and blessed for it. And and I, what I'm trying to say is, that I know Jesus was getting a little frustrated of like when his time was gonna come, and he has been in talks for HBO for a while. Then he saw other guys get their HBO special before him, and I know that was frustrating, and I I, I get it, man. I'm with him because I'm frustrated for him, fool. Like I would have loved to have us go back to back on our specials where we can both tour together, where we can both go on the road together promoting our shit. Um, that didn't happen. But with all that said, I think. I think with it dropping, when it's going to drop, which is 2022, um, I think it's the best time, guys. I think it's the fucking best time. 2022, 2022, I have a lot of faith that it's going to be a great year. Um, Full normalcy, I hope, you're right. We're already getting a taste of it now everywhere in the country. Uh, We're trying to put all this bullshit behind us, and I think 2022 is going to be a real... We're going to turn that fucking corner, dog. And it's going to be a... uh, a lot of opportunities for this motherfucker to really make something really flourish from that fucking special, dog. And I can't wait to see it, dog. I think it's gonna be. And also, HBO themselves, HBO are now figuring out how to approach these specials, how to promote them, how to re- get a bigger reach of views for people. They're putting more backing into that i've noticed I've noticed that from the frankie Quiñones special man, they put so much money on 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 promotion advertising, and then they put even probably twice as much more promotion for Ida rodriguez uh special uh that just dropped now this month, I believe in november uh i, I didn't get none of that to be honest with, you. I didn't get none of that fellas like I got just like some instagram fucking post from hbo max that's it i didn't get nothing and so like baby what i'm trying to say is they're 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 figuring it out like oh this is what we have to do to get more okay we got to get more traction this way at first they were kind of just relying on word of mouth and i don't know what the fuck they were like maybe the budget wasn't there basically but now it is and he's coming in at at a time where like fuck it's gonna be amazing, dog. It's, he, I mean, I could see. His, I think he's gonna get like billboards, commercials, radios, real podcast interviews. Like he's gonna get a real big opportunity, a real big push. Is what I'm trying to tell you. And the weight was worth it. I think the weight was worth it, fool. And that's what I'm telling him, dog. I go, fool. You don't know. You're actually in a great position right now, fool. You're in a great position to shine, dog. Not only is your special gonna be fucking fire cause I've seen that fucking set so many times and it makes me laugh every fucking time. I know it's going to be fucking hilarious, dog. And it's going to be great. I think that's going to be the that's going to be the difference too. That not only is going to get a big push, but it's going to um it, it's going to fucking deliver. It's going to deliver, dog. And so get ready, dog. 2020 is going to be a big fucking year for my boy, dog, and I'm excited for him, dog. I'm excited for him. It's time, fool. It's just, it's just time. There's I, I, there's no reason why all of us shouldn't be fucking eating right now, touring, fucking being more than what we are, fool. And I'm excited, dog. And Christian, dog, he's fucking getting so much stronger on stage. This motherfucker, dog, I don't know if he's told you on his podcast, fool, but he's grinding out there. He's hitting those mics every day. He goes during his – he found an a open mic – by his job, and he goes to he goes during his lunch break to go hit the stage and do a mic, do some time. During lunch. that's the type of work ethic that needs to get done. You know, you know that when I first started comedy, that's what I. That's what we all do. fool. That's what do. That's what the the. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm, the, I'm a great. I'm one of the greats. But that's what the greats do. That's what they do. That's what the greats do. They fucking sacrifice a lot. Um, I sacrificed enough to get me where I'm at, for sure. Uh, I worked my ass off when I first started. What I'm trying to tell you, man. Like uh, I was hitting fucking every mic I can find after work, dude. And uh, it affected my 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 marriage, of course. Uh, but a lot of other factors did as well. Uh, but I look back and I'm just like, Would I have done things differently, I probably would have I probably would have I would have taken my house- I would have taken care of my household a little bit more, but i I got so fucking i got so like what is that called? I just got so fucking deep into comedy at that time where like almost nothing mattered, but unfortunately, that's kind of the approach you have to take for like if you really want to make it. You have to go balls in, fool. You have to go balls in dog. I like I see a lot of comics out here, you know, trying to make everybody happy. And uh I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying, maybe it's a night quote, the day quote talking fool, but I'm trying to get the start out right. I wanna get the start out right. Um when I first started I w I wanna use first my, myself as an example just and then go from there basically. But when I first started doing comedy for 2009, you know I was 39 years old for 39, 29 years old, and I was like, "Fool, I'm gonna be 30. I haven't fulfilled what I wanted to do in life. I really want to be a comedian. That's always been my dream. I want to be, I want at least try it. I wanna, I'm gonna be 30. I got two kids. I'm in a, I'm in a marriage that I'm not sure if it's gonna even survive or make it." I don't know if this is what I want. Like, some of it is midlife crisis type of shit, right? Some of it is just kind of freaking out that I'm turning 30, right? And I'm just, fuck, is this it? Is this, is this it for me? And is this just, I guess, just give up on my dream and shit? And I always talked about being a comedian, wanting to try it, and, and fuck, dude. And so I would express this a lot to my friends, to my coworkers, to my wife, and, you know, they would all tell me, like, fucking do it. If you're going to do it, do it, dog. Try it. If you're going to try it, do it. Uh, and uh, so a homie, find, a homie of mine found uh, a mic for me to go up in North Hollywood, Ha Ha Comedy Club. He lives by there. He's like, hey, dude, there's this place, man. Marcos Osorio, dog. There's this place, man. They have comedy there. You should go check it out, this and that. And I went. And... Uh, You know, I fucking fell in love, dude. I fell in love with it. I was I I I felt like I belonged here, dude. Like I fucking belong here. This is where I belong, fool. And then I would some other homie, César Cadenas, another friend of mine. He had a friend who owns a bar in Inglewood. And he's like, hey dude, there's this bar in Inglewood. They have a state of music there and shit. How about you do comedy there, fool? And I'm like, Yeah, let's do it, fool. So we started doing comedy there. And then we started doing comedy in Linwood. And then we started finding just bars, food, bars, anywhere I could find a place to go up after work. I mean, I would get off at work at six o'clock, go straight to a fucking place to go perform at. And I did that for like six months every day, full. And uh, by those six months, I started like meeting a lot of people, a lot of comedians, Jeff Garcia, Renee Garcia, just a bunch of, of Joy Diaz, Coco Diaz. Uh, uh, all these guys, man, George Perez, uh, Willie Barsena, all these guys, dog, that I was running into at these places and just started learning from those guys and just, you know, before I knew it, I was, I had five minutes of good material, I had seven minutes of good material, I had eight minutes of good material and before I knew it, I was starting to open for these guys and go on the road with them and it just started snowballing from them but I had to you know, I had to sacrifice a lot. I, I sacrificed a lot of my closest friends. You know, like, my closest of friends who I had to, like, pretty much cut off, you know? And just, I wouldn't hang out with them. I wouldn't go out with them. I wouldn't go to their parties. I wouldn't go out to their poker nights. I wouldn't go to their bar nights, to their fucking birthday nights, to their Sancha nights. I I would start just unfortunately cutting them off and it hurt me I was sad by that but I had found a new passion a new love that I was really into uh, and everybody just saw me at the time were like just let it get it out of the system just let him get it out of the system he's he, he's doing a bar show he's doing the, like nobody really believed how far I can go at the time they were just like oh yeah that's cool man keep it up oh whatever dog yeah yeah that's crazy that's trip yo that's fun but nobody believed that I can go and before I knew it I had like no friends. My wife and I arguing all the time uh, about me going out, staying out late. Um, my job affecting my job. my day job was starting to get affected a little bit because I don't give a shit as much as I did before. I started just a, f- it was crazy, man. It, it was basically I was trying to say like, I don't. That's what I only advise the other new comics who asked me for advice like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do? How do you get to kind of like where you're at? And I'm not, even, I'm not even I'm not even where I'm at. I don't I'm not even where I want to be yet, you know? But for them, it's something, right? For them, obviously, is like, yo, dude, you've made it. You're touring, you're HBO, you're making money, you're making a living out of this. This is your only job, this is your only income. Like, this is it. This is what I want. But then I tell them what it takes. And it's not for everybody. Not everybody can make those type of sacrifices for, you know, and and I don't blame them, and I don't blame them because I wish I didn't have to sacrifice as much as I did for. Like I, I, I miss my friends, dog. I miss the homies for. I miss Friday nights at Benson Street. I miss Friday uh, Wednesday night poker. I miss Saturday night, the homie's birthday, the homie's kid's birthday. I miss Vegas trips with the homies. I miss a lot of that shit. But then again, I think I'm like Dick. I'm also forty. I wouldn't be doing that kind of stuff anyway now. By now, right? But um, I miss that. I, I I whatever. And then I of course I missed uh I miss being married. Sometimes, of course, you miss being you miss being married, fool. Cause there were good times in there too. There were not just bad times. Not everything was bad. There was a lot of good in there too, fool. But, um, things happen for a reason, fool. But then, then people ask, "Would you trade all this for to go back and just be married again, and have a nine to five job?" And I, they yeah, to be, and to be completely honest with you, the answer is no, fool. The answer is no. I would not trade this for that. That's why I know I'm in the right place. You know, gracias a Dios, I'm able to have a good relationship with my ex. I have a great relationship with my kids. I still have my family who support me and love me. Gracias a Dios, man, I was able to like somehow, somehow make all that work and still have this. Like I still have my cake and I'm eating it in that way. It might be a different flavor cake, but it's still a cake. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was the trip that's definitely some good ass Dayquil right there I'm fucking on right now but uh, what I was trying to get at is like a lot of comics ask me this a lot of these new comics ask me what it takes and I tell them what it takes and I already know that they're not willing to go there and unfortunately I don't know there's any other way for besides sacrificing not your wife not your kids not, maybe not that extreme but sacrificing a lot a lot of fucking a lot of time away from your loved ones for this shit dog so yeah man it's um yeah it's it's a trip because uh I can't stress that enough like it does take a lot a lot for uh and this whole time this whole 12 years of comedy I've been trying to like juggle everything it's all it's been a juggling game for me dog just trying to see how I can make everybody happy, you know first of all, feel my own ego on accomplishing all these things I want to accomplish, and also you know being there for my all my other lo- my love all my other loves right, which is my family my kids, and all that shit and even now my friends like I'm still connected with my friends through text We're all these i' I got you know text threats with all the homies that I cut off quote unquote you know and when I mean cut off I mean like personally and friends not cut off like fuck those guys I don't want to talk to them nah. we still talk through the text it's not the same right it's not the same but that's how we keep in touch right talk shit share memes share fucking TikTok videos but I think that's life anyway I think we all do that anyway whether you're a comedian or not right you move on and uh, I'm sure you have a different set of friends today than you did 10 years ago <coughs> Oh, fuck. All right, I got to go. <coughs> oh, fuck. I feel like shit. All right. Um, I think I made my fucking point there. And my fucking throat's drying off. The day was wearing out, fool. All right, I got to go. Fellas, I'm done. I'm done for the week. Um, Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Eat a lot of fucking turkey, fool. And uh, see you guys in a couple weeks. All right, I'm out. Hey.